Miss any of Today FM Breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and everybody, welcome to Grand Ed Nash, the podcast. Welcome to your magnificent Monday. Today we've got Ange Bishop, one of the great entertainment reporters in this country. Uh, we put it to the test with some of her past interviews to see what she can remember. Uh, we talk Ivan Malat. We have a former New South Wales Assistant Police Commissioner, Clive Small, who was uh, really involved in the arrest of Ivan Malat, just to walk us through what kind of person Ivan Malat is today. Um, and then uh, Tiff, um, Ed's lovely wife, it's been getting some very, very strange and unusual direct messaging in her Instagram account from some dudes who want some freaky deaky stuff. And we've got RJ Mitty as well from um, Breaking Bad. Uh, great guy. Fantastic chat. Enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. The bitch don't douche. <laughs> I love that. Open. It makes me so happy. I know you do, but don't get distracted by sorry, it because sorry. it's not the main. The word, because who it refers to is what matters. <laughs> Angela Bishop celebrating 30 years at Channel 10. Good morning, Bish. Good morning to you. Hey, I'm just repaying the favour. You crashed our show. I'm crashing yours. <laughs> we need to tell the story, guys. So... Ed and I went into Channel 10 this week to yeah. film an episode of Celebrity Name Game. And as we're walking in, we can see that Studio 10 is being recorded. Yeah. He says, Live. Jack and I could walk on. I go, no, no, you couldn't. And I go and get my hair and makeup done. What happened next, Angela Bishop? I, uh, we're sitting there minding our own business, producing some of the best goddamn television you've seen in your life, and Ed just <laughs> casually walks on to set. He even <laughs> manages to wrangle a microphone, to just take a microphone off the table, put it on, and so he can be heard and share I... his, his drops of wisdom. So I was. I just thought I set myself a task. So I'm just going to walk on and wait till someone stops me. I get through the cameras. No one says anything. I get past the producer's table. No one says anything. And now I'm on the set a meter from you guys. And then someone turns to me and goes, "Do you need a mic?" And I go, "Yeah." And so then I've now, now I've got a microphone. Ah, just have a chat. It was great. I love. I love it. it. Security has been reprimanded. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> things will change. It's one big network, ten family, but thirty years in this gig. Mm. That is a truly incredible feat. And do you feel proud of yourself? I, I do. Look, it, it snuck up on me, but if I if I do take a second, I do. Yeah. But it's been like so many different shows and so many different things. Yeah, Although I've yeah, been yeah. at ten all that time, doing everything from you know covering murders to doing current affairs with Darren on Darren Hinch's show to sitting next to Bert. Yeah. Newton, to, um, doing the panel when it first started oh, yeah, with you, you with you, with, the with Tommy yeah. Gleisner and your yeah, mate Zed from HIBPA yeah. and yeah. Um, you know just uh, so many things and now Studio Ten and and still doing the news all that time God, too. It's just it. been fun. It's killer. Like, you're a survivor. I love that. Survivor. You're adaptable. Yeah. You know? They named the show after me. That's what I heard. That's <laughs> yeah. definitely what yeah. I heard. Little known showbiz. Yeah, little so, known showbiz Bish, We got a game for you. We we okay. we don't we assume you don't remember half of the celebrity interviews you've done. Probably right. You, a lot of the celebrities that you interview weren't born when you started doing this job. It's quite you. You are the survivor. Okay, and so. you look better than all of them now. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. killing it. You said oh, nicest but it's, oof. me and me and Ed had a conversation when we saw you at Network no, hang Ten, on. and you said, you said uh, off air, "How can I bring this up in a non Me Too yeah, way?" Yeah, because so I want it on you. <laughs> it's it's completely on me because we said hello to you and you walked off, and I was just, I was. I, the aroma of your sexiness. You were staring I at was it. like <laughs> you were staring at Bish, and then and then, and then yeah, I well, said look. to Ed something along the lines of, "If you had the opportunity," <laughs> and he was like, "Absolutely." <laughs> and I stand by that. Oh my 
I stand no, by that. We both stand by it. We both were like, that. that's man. not the game. I mean, that's it's about it's to not, happen. It's not important. That's not. It's not important because you're so good at what you do. It doesn't matter that you look like a supermodel. It doesn't matter. God. Okay. Um, wow. How to make the old chick speechless at breakfast. <laughs> <very much. laughs> All right. Sorry. Back to the game. Back to the no, game. He, here goes the game. Like, oh, hey, security's here. Great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> my, this, will be my, this will be my last day. Um, so what we've got, Bish, is we've got some grabs of questions that you've asked celebrities oh, from dear. over the years, and we're going to see if you can remember which celebrity it is. Oh, my okay. God. Here comes number one. Maybe you should hook up with an Aussie bloke when you're here. Um... Oh, oh, that was quite recent. That was, um, oh, oh, um, Amy Schumer. Let's go to the tape. Maybe you should hook up with an Aussie bloke when you're here. Well, I'm actually going to New Zealand to buy some property, so maybe I'll, maybe I'll find someone in New Zealand. It's Cher. Also recent, but yeah, that was that was just last year. Most yeah. people, if they if they saw Cher at Macca's, that would be their life highlight. But you've had so many interviews that it's amazing. Right, I next, love her. Though. Next one, let's see if you can remember who this was. He said he was a fan of you. That um, he loved the way you stood up for America in Air Force One. <laughs> Harrison Ford. He said he was a fan of you, that um, he loved the way you stood up for America in Air Force One. It was a movie. It's not like this in real life. You are the only person I've seen make Harrison Ford smile in an interview. He is notoriously Do you know that ended up on the CBS, NBC and ABC primetime news in America, that grab, because Harrison Ford was was talking talking about dissing Trump. That was just before Trump became president. Incredible. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, it didn't hurt his chances. All right. Let's move on to... Last one. Here we go. Now, this is... The, uh, this so, is when you see all these girls screaming and, and some crying and, and so forth, well, how do you react? What do you, what do you feel like? Is that the babes? So Let's find out. when you see all these girls screaming and, and some crying and, and so forth, well, how do you react? What do you, what do you feel like? I don't know. I, I mean, I just have fun with it. My fans are pretty incredible. She's good. How young does that, he sound? That he was. That was the very first time I interviewed him. You know, that was when I he remember had the big, he had the bowl the cut and no one got interviews with him. And oh. I was working in radio and we were like, the bitch. Oh, and he was, you know, and I thought he is a phenomenon. Yeah. And yeah, he's Chill. a phenomenon. Absolutely. Well, wow. okay, 30 years at Channel 10, uh, Angela Bishop. Here's to 30 more. Congratulations. And, and um, see if I can hook up Cher. That's what clearly what I've been putting <laughs> the Get bank to do. Get it, girl. Notorious backpacker murderer Ivan Malat uh, convicted of the murders of seven backpackers but suspected in the case of more. Now, he's very, <clears throat> he's very unwell at the moment. He's been held in hospital. He might be going back to Long Bay Jail. But the question now is if he's going to die, is he going to fess up or is he going to give any you know, consolation to the families of the victims. And joining us on the line now is former detective and assistant commissioner of the New South Wales Police, the man who led the team that captured uh, Ivan Malat. Uh, Clive Small, good morning. Good morning. Take us back to the moment that you that you got him because you were leading this team. This was you know, this captured the entire the nation and still captures us. There. Take us back to that to that moment where you knew, yeah, he's done. We've got the person. Uh, What happened was that in uh, late 1993, we'd searched the Belangolo Forest. Uh, It took about four months. And and at the same time, we had a team of detectives uh, who were the task force uh, working largely out of Sydney on all the allegations 
that were being made regarding suspects for these crimes. They got a lot of publicity. Um, Then in the early... um, What happened is that uh, in uh, late 93, uh, we had an Englishman, Paul Onions, who had contacted us, came out to Australia. We brought him out to Australia, and he gave evidence and about having been picked up by Ivan Milat, mm. having escaped from Ivan when he pulled his car over to the side of the road at Onion's request and uh, was pursued up the highway on foot by Ivan Milat, oh. um, firing shots at him. A woman came driving the other way, pulled over and let, him in, let Paul Onion's into the car and then drove him to the police. Wowzers. So, how, was, so you that had that one, that one guy that kind of was the clincher, really? It, that was really the, st- the start, because what Paul Onions did was he gave us enough evidence to charge Ivan Milat with the abduction and attempted murder of Paul Onions. You can search his place. But not the other backpackers. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah okay. um, not in terms of evidentiary purpose. Um, so that was where, in 1994... Uh, we'd made it quite a number of inquiries, um, but then got ready to raid the home of Ivan Milat and a number of the f- members of the family as well. Quite so we had about 300 police who had been uh, uh, joined together to carry out the raid simultaneously. And you got him, which is absolutely unbelievable. It was fantastic work by, by you and the force. But he's, he's never confessed to the, to the seven um, backpacker murders. And now that he's sort of on his last days, um, what would you like to see? How critical is it that he um, confesses? What, what do you want to have happen? Well, um, I, I guess what I should say is that when the homes were searched, some of them were like an Aladdin's cave with all the uh, remnants and goods owned by the backpackers which were found and seized and the murder weapon was also found in Ivan's home or parts of the weapon were found in Ivan's home. You're right, Ivan has never confessed or admitted to um, any of the murders or even knowing the backpackers or anything of that nature. Um, But that's all about Ivan's personality. I think Ivan is one of those people who always wants to be in charge and mm. wants to be known as the winner. I'm in charge. Jeez, and he feels he feels that by not telling anyone anything, he's got you, the police, guessing. Mm. Do you uh, think there's and any... he's still in charge. All right. So do you think there's any chance that he's going to, you know, on his deathbed, <clears throat> admit something? Um, at the moment, there's not. And uh, apparently a week, about a week ago, he made a statement um, I'm not sure how it got out, but he made a statement to the effect that he wasn't going to admit to anything. Okay. All right. What's it, what's it like being in his company, mate? Like, obviously, he's, a, he's an unhinged human, and, like, I, I remember a story of him cutting off his own finger with a plastic knife in prison just to get out there and go to the hospital. When you're in his presence, how bad did it feel? How horrible was he? Well, he, he always gave this... Um, as I say, had this personality where he wanted to be in charge. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry about that. Oh, that's um, right. Uh, he, he wanted to be in charge. He thought he was the boss. He thought he was the winner. Mm. Yes, and um, there was never a personality 
even amongst the family where he seemed to have a friendship. Oh, God. All right. Well, Clive Small, thanks so much. Former detective and assistant commissioner who led uh, the task force that caught Ivan Malat. No deathbed confession from him. No. Uh, No. No. Look, I'd just say if he had one ounce of decency in him, one ounce of decency, he would confess to the crimes and any other crimes he'd committed for which he hadn't been charged to make it make life a little bit easier for the members of the family yeah, true. of those people he's murdered. Well, definitely doesn't right. have any Thanks, decency. Mate. Thank you, Clive. You're a legend. Guys, you know I'm not really on the socials and the apps and things, right? That's mm-hmm. not, not, not at really, all. It's not you. Not into it, right? No. So, but my wife is. Her business, tipxo.com, she loves being in there. She's talking to her community and her phone goes off a lot, like little, yeah. all these different noises. So she says it's like R2-D2, her phone. It's just always, <laughs> it's always making a noise I haven't heard before, right? Yeah. And there's this one particular noise, which is like a, and I was like, that, that goes off a lot. What's that? Mm. And she's like, oh, it's a direct message. And I said, oh, okay, direct message on one of them, Grant, like a, like a Instagram. Like a Instagram? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like sliding into the DMs. That means yeah. sending someone a direct message. Now, surely message. you would have heard us talking about, or anyone talking about DMs and would have gone, hang on, DMs, my wife, what? That, exactly. And I was like, who sends you DMs? And she said, oh, I get a lot of unsolicited DMs from dudes. Yes. Oh. I need all the details. Oh, really? And I said, give give me the last one. This is the last one she got. She got this one last night. We were sitting there, and okay, here we go. This is from someone called MD Dr. Damo. So MD Dr. (laughs) Damo writes. Sounds legit. Yeah. Hey, gorgeous. How are you doing? Bad start. Anyway, there was no way I could just flip past your page when I saw how astonishingly beautiful you look. I must say your beauty beats the imagination of almost all men in their fantasy world. Oh, God. What? What? I would really like to meet you and know the personality behind that great looks and see what happens from there. You never can tell what life has in stock for both of us. I'm tired of living a lonely life and want to meet someone that makes me feel happy and lively again. That's sweet. Doctor. Do you reckon he's a real doctor? Yeah, from yeah, Nigeria for sure. Yeah, dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So that's my question: Is this a perv or a scam? Oh, I'm going scam. I'm going perv because at the end he's like, I'm so alone. No, 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 no. Doctor Fake, Doctor yeah. Damo for starters. Yeah, like hello and own- hello, gorgeous. <laughs> But you nah. only send things to, like that to old women who want compliments. Tifexo is a supermodel, so she's, you know what I mean? Like she's well, not going to be like, oh, I said. feel so ugly, but some guy's telling me I'm beautiful, I will marry him. You know, that doesn't work. Scammers, no, 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 no. He's just a sad person. Oh, I so don't he's know. A- Depends mm. on her response, mate. Is there, is there, is well, there I resp- said, can I respond? And she said, no worries. So I wrote back, and let's get, let's get romantic in here, oh, please. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm let's so excited. Dear MD Dr. Damo, Mm -hmm. you're so cheeky and interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't believe you're single, winky face. I'm married, but he's a big-nosed weirdo and I'm looking, exclamation mark. (laughs) Yep, true. Please send me 50 nudes and make sure I can see your bits and your face in them too. Yes. Please also (laughs) forward them to my hot girlfriend, Grant Denya. Yeah. Well, I guess most of us will know him uh, as a Walter White Jr. from Breaking Bad. I think Hannah Montana fans might have uh, seen him at various, 
very early on in his uh, career. But he's currently uh, starring in an Australian film called Standing Up for Sunny, which has been on at the Sydney International Film Festival and will be released uh, very soon. Hello, RJ Mitty. Hello, good morning. How did this come about? Did you did they just like you and beg you, or did you do a Skype audition? Um, I, I, all of that. No. <laughs> um, well, what happened with the story is this: the script has been in development for quite some time. And they were just looking for the right individual who could portray a character with cerebral palsy and still be an asshole. Yeah, no. <laughs> and, 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 and likeable. And you were like, I can do that. I think I got that covered. Gotcha. Well, yeah, and did you film it here? Yeah. So oh, how long did you get oh, to yeah, spend yeah. in Sydney? Oh, uh, uh, like three, four weeks. I was living on Bondi. <laughs> oh, I like hey, Here yeah. we go. Working in Newtown. So good. Oh, all yeah. that area. All the food there. <laughs> yeah, that's Great. I mean, that's... I was working. Working, yeah, of course yeah. you were. Yeah, that's so hard at it. It does sound like all fun and games yeah, are the work that you get to do as an actor. But I know that um, you're very from a very, very close-knit family, which is fantastic. Yeah. And I know that you are, you know, the breadwinner really in the family and you work so hard to kind of provide try. for your family. You try, I'm sure. Um, is that hard? Like feeling like, you know, like it's not just you. You're not just earning money so you can go out and party yeah. hard and, you know, buy cars. I mean, I, I think uh, I, I wish I could just earn money and go buy cars <laughs> and party. That'd, that'd be pretty dope. How old were you when you became the sort of main breadwinner? Twelve. For the early on, I wasn't the, the sole breadwinner. Yeah. You know, my grandparents right. helped. Yep, yep. Um, and then my mom... She did what she could because not many 12-year-olds could get a full-time job. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so for people that don't know, my mother was in a car accident right after my sister was born. We just got a new townhouse. We just kind of like started yeah. our life, oh, yeah, a new yeah. baby. Like yeah. we had this whole life. We're like, ah, oh, this whole little happy family. And then this car accident, and which partially paralyzed her. She could wow. still walk, mm. but she couldn't lift anything heavier than a loaf of bread. Wow. Oh. She couldn't pick up her own baby. She couldn't pick up her own baby. I, I was put in this situation where I was like, do we act? Like, what do I do? Yeah. Do I go back to grandma's or, or do we make it work? Yeah. And, you know, I, I find more people than people realize are in this exact situation. And, you know, sometimes it's easier to turn around and most people will be like, you know what? I can't do that. Yeah. But people need to realize that that's a decision. Yeah. We choose to say I can't do something because if you want to do it, Hell or high water, you'll yeah, make it happen, of right? Of course, if yeah, you really man. want to do you something. You really want it. So if you're so well balanced, how do you survive in Hollywood where everything's so vain? Well do balanced. Do you want to punch people? Do I look well balanced <laughs> to you? Well, you sound very well balanced compared to a lot actor. of the big stars that we speak to. You just It's all a ruse. It's a ruse. Yeah. This is a lie. Good ruse. RJ, I can't let you go without asking the Breaking Bad questions. Do so. it. So the film which we is happening yes. at this point, are you is Walter White Jr. is are you part of the film? What's going on? No clue, man. You they don't tell me nothing. I'm I'm the okay. lo- I'm the, I'm the <laughs> lowest man on that totem pole. Okay, I might okay. as well be the guest star. <laughs> okay, okay. So you'll find out when you find out. I'll That's find where- out when they say, "Hey, yeah. you're doing it." It's either one of two things. One, we made the movie without you. <laughs> it's already happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or two, we're making another one. Hey, right. oh, okay. we'll pray oh, for the latter then. Mate, it's well, been such a pleasure to Thank hang you. out with you today. Honestly, I feel very inspired by the words that you just shared, and I don't want that to sound flippant because I really You're do good. mean it. Thank so, you. Um, get around it. The film is Standing Up for Sunny. Visit sfff.org.au to get involved. RJ Mitty, thank you for making time today, brother. Hey, thank you. 
Miss any of Today FM Breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen, 104.